You're listening to Scalay Sisters, episode number 39. Welcome to Scalay Sisters, the podcast for the classical homeschooling mama who seeks to learn and grow while she's helping her children learn and grow. Scalay Sisters is a casual conversation about topics that matter to those of us in the trenches of classical homeschooling who yearn for something more than just checking boxes and getting it all done. I'm your host, Brandi Bensel. You can find me at Afterthoughts, that's my main blog, and also Teaching Reading with Bob Books, which is where I keep my line of printable phonics lessons. You can hear more from me on my other podcast, Aftercast. My co-hosts today are Pam Barnhill, Misty Winkler, and Brittany Linval. Pam is a speaker, podcaster, blogger at pambarnhill.com, and author of the newly released book, Better Together. Misty is a second-generation homeschooler with five kids and too many projects. She writes about practical classical homeschooling and organizing attitudes at Simply Convivial. And Brittany? Well, you'll get to know her in the episode, because unlike all other guests ever, I made her introduce herself. Today's is a bonus episode. We thought it'd be fun to do a short little bonus season this summer, just two short episodes. In this one, we interrogate Brittany because she planned a Scalay Sisters local retreat last year, and we wanted to find out how it went and help you get some ideas for planning one of your own this fall. And so, without further ado, let's get to it. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Scole Sisters podcast. We are so excited to be bringing you this special episode today because we are getting to talk about our retreat that's coming up in September. In this Yay, I know. This is so much fun. Okay, so Misty, I'm going to turn it over to you for a minute and let you give the details about the retreat, and then we'll turn it over to Brandy and let her introduce our special guest. You're such a cheater. <laughs> I know. I can't remember any of the dates or anything. So you get to do all of that. The retreat is September 15th. Ooh. And that's a Saturday. And it's going to be all day. We will have four sessions and a Q&A. Our topic is learn. So it's called learning well. And we have Cindy Rollins joining us. So I get to fill my lifelong dream and meet Cindy in person. All right. Yay. Okay. Brandy, have you ever met Cindy? Not in person. Oh my gosh. Oh, so I'm still the only one for now. Right. And Karen Glass is still your BFF. So you're totally winning. Yeah. Totally I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, until September anyway. This is cool. So that's going to be so much fun. I'm feeling very left out. <laughs> Poor Brittany. Okay. Who is this other voice, Brandy? Yes, this is a great opportunity to introduce our left out friend. <laughs> we could bring you with us, but then you wouldn't get to do what you're doing, which is why you're here. <laughs> so we are encouraging all of you to do what we encouraged you to do last year and lots of you did do, which is to plan your own small local retreat. So We'll provide the schedule, we'll provide suggestions, we'll provide the speakers, 
And you can get together in someone's home, in your church, in some other building, whatever you want to do, but you can get together. And we have Brittany here because she did that last year and we heard some raving reviews about her group. So we thought we would interrogate her (laughs) and have her explain to us what she did. Brittany is a, an INTJ. That's my favorite part. Um, but she's, she is a second generation homeschooler. And most importantly, I actually have gotten to know her in real life through, I'm trying to think, was the first thing, Brittany, that you came and visited my local group? Is that yeah. how that, that mm-hmm. was the first time I met you? I've met you, I've seen you so many times now that I'm trying to remember. <laughs> well, CMW, um, when you spoke and then, yeah, the last two GHCs. Yes. And so we, yes, CMW, Charlotte Mason West. And then GHC, yes, and Brittany was indispensable this summer at the Ontario booth. So, Brittany, do you want to tell us just a tiny bit about yourself? Sure. So, I have four kids, a nine-year-old daughter, a seven-year-old son, a three-year-old daughter, and a one-and-a-half-year-old son. I've been married to my husband, Timothy, for uh, ten and a half years, and we're going to celebrate this fall by going to Italy, so I'm Wow. I have to like tell everyone that I talk to. (laughs) (laughs) And my husband and I were both homeschooled. uh, So we knew going into it that we wanted to homeschool our kids. And so last year was our first full year of Ambleside Online. And we are looking forward to next year because it was a great fit. Woohoo. Awesome. Sorry. Unlike the AO cheering section. (laughs) Going on. So then, Brittany, do you have a local book group that meets? And that's the group that got together last year for the Scully Sisters retreat? Or was it more of a wide net, just opened it up and people came? We did open it up. And my hope was that people would come in droves, but there weren't as many as I was. We had about like 20 people at last year's event. Well, I think that's a great number. That's a great most of them were from our local, we, there's a Charlotte Mason book group um, led by Heather, who's friends with Brandy and who wrote me into this. Um, <laughs> and, and so we organized it mainly with those people, but then there were a few other people that came in, some other friends and stuff. So, Yeah, this was, was a lot of fun to see last year because, I mean, we had a number of groups and I think we gave them a hashtag and they would post on Instagram and we had some where it was just you know, one or two, well, one is not a group, but two or three ladies getting together. Um, It's my math problem. (laughs) 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 Two or three ladies getting together and, you know, or even up to five or six, seven in somebody's home. But then we had others where, I mean, you would have a fellowship hall with 20 people. I don't know what size our biggest group was, but really in order to do this, you need a location and you need some way to stream the video to stream the live conversations that we're having, you know, so a computer and then some way to project it and then play the audio. And really, that's about all you need, right? I think so. The internet is definitely important because if your bandwidth, I mean, if, you know, if it's not fast enough, that can be an issue. We were concerned about that at first because the town that we had the event in has not super great internet, just like me, where I live. So it ended up working out great. But it was a consideration that we had to figure out. That makes sense. So I remember seeing pictures of your group, Brittany, Mm -hmm. and 
it just looked like you guys were having a blast. <laughs> Those were we some did. fun pictures. <laughs> it was, it went really, really well. Much better even than I anticipated. Oh, good. What were some so of I your guess, favorite things about it? Well, I think everyone was blown away with the content. A lot of people had not listened to the School Eight Sisters podcast, and a lot of them had never read any of your guys' blogs. They didn't really know who you were. <laughs> and so it was kind of like, come on, you have to come. You'll like it. It'll be good. Trust me. <laughs> and, uh, and everybody that went was amazed. They just were really encouraged and challenged. And, and I brought it up at our last Charlotte Mason meeting, like, oh, they're going to have another one this year. And all the people that had attended last year that were present were like, oh, that was so good. I can't wait for this year's. So uh-huh. You're gathering the following. I'm glad we didn't embarrass you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been bad. <laughs> you might have gotten some like complaint emails. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> My friend made me go. <laughs> yeah, really. Okay, so let's talk about the details of your event because we know a lot of people who are thinking about doing something like this but they're a little overwhelmed or intimidated they haven't planned an event themselves and they're wondering you know what they need to do and when they need to do it so last year's this year's event is in september what is it misty again it's september 15th September 15th okay right so last year's event was what end of july is that when it was yes yes last week of july so then how far in advance did you have to start planning in order to pull this off? Well, last year, I think I contacted a friend about starting at the beginning of June, which was not long after you announced it. And then she wasn't going to be able to help plan it or anything because she was going to be gone. And I honestly, I think September is going to work a lot better for people. Mm. So many people are gone in the summer. Just have crazy stuff going on. I'm curious to see if that makes a difference. Yeah. So one of the other moms in our local group is the wife of a pastor of a local church. And they just really have on their heart to minister to homeschoolers. And we're willing to let us use their building at no charge. And it was a great opportunity because that kept the cost really low. And so we, we ended up having it there. It was actually better because it's more central for a lot of, the book group that I go to, um, a lot of the people live in that town. It worked really good for them. And then I started emailing him, didn't actually even meet in person until the day that, that the treat was. So <laughs> it worked well. Awesome. Okay, so let's talk about how you got people to come. Well, there's a, several different homeschooling Facebook pages for our area. And so I posted on all of those a couple times, you know, a few weeks apart. And I shared it through like my local social media or my personal social media stuff. So one of the other uh, moms in our group, she passed out flyers with the information at our, there's a big uh, homeschoolers weekly park day. And so a lot of the moms that came were found out about it through there. That's cool. So then, I mean, what was the like percentage from your book club versus other people that hadn't been a part of your group? Was it like half and half or was it mostly just your, your already strong group? It was probably half and half. Yeah. Uh, I think that's cool. 
So I'm curious then, did you have anybody who went to this event that then joined your group after that? Did your group grow from this? Mm, No, not really. I don't think our group is pretty big already. Um, I've heard about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, it, it wasn't, it didn't grow a lot or anything. There might've been like a couple people that had come once already that were a lot more regular after that is probably more Mm -hmm. the case. That makes sense. Interesting. Um, what about registration? So I, I know that's one of the things that concerns people when putting together an event like this. So I know this is a concern that people have, this kind of doing a registration thing. So, you know, there's a, a cost for the event that people pay to come to the event for the, kind of like the Scully Sisters cost for the event. Did you have an additional cost for the event? And did people just email you to set up registration? Was that how you did it? Yeah, we did just let people know this is where I had a Facebook event page. And so I updated that with a link to where they would register. And then they kind of just like commented under that post. Oh, I registered, I registered, whatever. And then we did not have an additional cost due to the fact that they let us use the church for free. We didn't provide lunches or anything. So there wasn't really much cost on our end. Thanks to them. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Nice. Okay, so tell us a little bit about what happened the day of your event. Well, I got there a little bit early. I had gotten like some chocolates and little snacky things to put out. Um, The church actually did um, an iced tea bar with water and they asked for a donation for that. Um, So I guess that would be an added cost. But it was like $2 for free refills all day long with ice and different syrups. And it was really fun. A lot of the moms love that. And then... We kind of just set up, we sat at tables to sort of facilitate the discussions a little more. And then we just worked on the sound check, making sure everything was running properly. People showed up and about 15 minutes before we started, we had one of the moms open in prayer. And then we kind of did a few announcements about lunch and the drinks and, you know, where the bathroom was, all that fun stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So your tables, let's talk a little bit about your tables. So were they round tables? How many people were sitting there when you said that you wanted the discussion to go better? How did that, how did that facilitate the discussion going better? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? That's Mm -hmm. interesting to me. I printed out all the papers that you guys had put out about, you know, what the questions were going to be. And, and so we put those on each table and there were about eight people to a table we had one person at each table who was the facilitator of discussion just in case it wasn't getting going or, you know, sometimes it's you have to start it off. And that really helped because, I mean, it also helps keep it on topic a little more sometimes if, yeah. if it goes off. And then we had, I mean, we didn't have, we had like four tables set up. So there wasn't, they weren't all full since, but it was kind of nice because that made it a little more intimate with discussion and stuff and talking about those things. Yeah. Yeah. So we did provide sheets that had discussion questions for each talk. Those were ready ahead of time. So these pseudo discussion leaders, did you choose them in advance or did you ask for volunteers after everybody was there or how, how did you decide that? I choose them in advance. Um, Okay. She's an INTJ. You can't leave that up. (laughs) She probably like, prompted them and, and gave them instructions. <laughs> and, <laughs> did you, 
Did they have a choice? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean like me? No. um, (laughs) No, I did ask them. And then, but everyone that I asked was willing to do it. I picked people that I thought would be okay with doing it. I didn't like, you know. (laughs) Super Actually, she picked people who she thought would be best at the job with what she did. That is what I did. And they did a good job. Because, of course, I was watching while I was facilitating our table. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's just a great way to do it. So the church provided the tables for you. Like, you didn't have to bring in tables and chairs and stuff, right? No, they set everything up. It was all done. I mean, they had set up tables and chairs in the back. And then they had, like, chairs, just normal seating for a church in the front. And he's (laughs) like, well, whichever one you want to (laughs) use. So they totally backwards to make everything Oh, sweet. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's wonderful. And a lot of times if you're running an event that is a not for profit event where you're not profiting from it, then, Mm -hmm. you know, you can usually find a local church who is uh, willing. I mean, it always helps if somebody in your group goes to that church, but um, you can usually find a church and our library, as long as well, okay, I take that back. Our library won't let you hold events where people have to pay to go. So that would be kind of different because people do have to pay to attend this one. That's mm-hmm. that's that whole part. Never mind. But anyway, you could usually <laughs> find a church that will, you know, allow you to do that. Yeah. yeah. Or even like having it in your home would totally be possible. The problem with our group is that we're very spread out. And so that just isn't really the logistically the best option. But if you don't have more than, you know, 15 people, that's a great option, too. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I saw I saw Instagram photos of us being Chromecast to people's TV and that was just really bizarre, but I think it worked. <laughs> like, why did it you have was, to post that? It was really bizarre because, you know, she, her head was so big on the TV, not because it was bizarre to Chromecast. <laughs> why is my face on the screen? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fun. I mean, sometimes it is kind of fun to like get out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course, I guess the only person who wouldn't feel that way is the person who lives in the house where you're having it. But anyway, (laughs) so you're saying there was no additional cost because the church was free, but also that must mean that you didn't provide food, but there were, you know, meal times and snack times in the schedule. So did you just tell everybody to bring their own food? We told everyone to bring a sack lunch or one of the moms came up with an awesome idea to get local like takeout menus and have them available so people could call in meals during the break before lunch so that it was ready oh. and they could just run and pick it up, which worked really well because the lunch break wasn't super long. And there's a lot of super cute little places nearby to the church that we had it because it's a really cute town. So that worked really, really well. A few moms brought lunch, but I mean, you have a day out, you kind of Right. Yeah. A day out is always nice to eat. I was thinking just to give other people ideas. I know where we are. If you have a minimum number of people, so it would have to be a larger group like yours, Brittany, but there are taco trucks and things like that, that will show up at your event and sell everybody food and drinks in the parking lot of your event. If they tell them what time your lunchtime is, we've done that a couple of times just for various things. 
so that we didn't have to be in charge of the money or the logistics or anything, but we could make sure that they all had food. So basically we would take a poll. Are you guys actually willing to do this? Because you're kind of committing to a minimum order to have them drive over. But when you do right. that, then you can order kind of whatever. I mean, whatever some, of them even have, some of them even have margaritas, Pam. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> into the church. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to get your group kicked out. <laughs> anyway, I was just trying to think of other ways because it does seem like, I mean, some people are great at this, but the second you introduce something like catering, you introduce a whole other level of complexity. Yeah. I mean, if it's a small group and someone wants to make lunch, that's probably not a big deal. But once you get, you know, a group of your size, Brittany, and then you introduce food, it just gets kind of complicated. Well, and Becca, my friend who helped me out a lot, I was like, let's do catering because I've organized that before and it's not, you know, impossible. And there's a local place that does a really good job and isn't too expensive. And I'm like, we could just do that. And she's like, oh, let's just keep it low key this year. <laughs> and in all, I'm really glad that. I listened to her because it mm. was more, just more to get done, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, so, and what we did worked out really well, but catering would have been fun too. Well, yeah. I, I think probably the number one determining factor into your level of involvement with food is how close to your event are good food places. So if, sure. if you're in a central location where Within five to 10 minutes on a Saturday, somebody can drive and get something and get back. You're in pretty good shape. But if you're in a situation where that's not really possible, either you're far away from decent eating options or you're in a place where everything is super busy, the traffic's horrible, things like that, then, you know, it might be better to do something else. And just some options to think about is, uh, you know, pizza delivery is an option. Um, Oh, true. A lot of places like a Panera Bread or I'm trying to think any like nicer sandwich shop, a lot of times they'll do a boxed lunch for businesses where, Mm. you know, they put in a sandwich, a cookie, some chips and a drink and it's all right there in one box and you get them for seven or eight dollars. And then potluck is another thing. Oh, yeah. True. Or even I love Costco catering. (laughs) So you just like the day before. One person goes and gets, you know, a tray or two of the, you can get the vegetable tray, the little sandwich roll tray or the salad, you know, thing that feeds a lot of people. And then it can just be in the fridge and you can just grab it and pull it out. Mm, it's a good Which point. Pretty much what the Scully sisters did during That's the retreat we last year. That's true. So now we're wondering... What went wrong? What would you change? Was there anything that was kind of bumpy or what What can we make better for this coming year? Or how can we help you even? We did not have that much go wrong. We had a couple times where the internet slowed down or it got garbled and you couldn't hear for a second. And I think one time we had to refresh the feed. But other than that, the event went really smoothly. The discussion questions were great because that kind of, you know, kickstarted that section. Um, it did feel a little bit abrupt at the end. I'm trying to remember, but I think you guys, did you do the question and answer last? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, that was like great and really interesting, but it didn't, 
feel completely fluid to closing. If that makes sense. It was kind of just like, okay, let's ask questions. Okay, we're done. Bye, everybody. You know. <laughs> and maybe that's my fault. Like I should have. And I, I would this time. It would be nice because to have some way of closing it. Okay. Um, that's a good. Yeah. Uh, because I don't think there were discussion questions after the question and answer time. So there right. was no. Like, that was just the end. Table. It was just there's the end. Okay. You know. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Okay. So even at our event, I was like, I guess it's over. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay, well, um, thanks everybody for coming. <laughs> oh man. Okay. That's great advice. Yeah. We'll make sure it closes well then. So we, we can do that. Kind of going forth or something. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just ending with ending the Q and a with prayer or something. True. Yeah. yeah. True. Or uh, we can have Cindy give us a little blessing or say something or there you go. Oh, perfect. And Let's put it all on Cindy. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you guys should all sing like the doxology and then have her give a little blessing and then it can be over. That's perfect. a perfect idea. Yeah. I like it. All right. So what went well? What advice would you give to others that you think you just did this really great and they should do it too? <laughs> Well, I think I mentioned the takeout menus on hand earlier mm-hmm. and that was really, that went really, really well. I think, I mean, maybe it's just my personality, but I think choosing people to facilitate discussion beforehand was good because that helps it go more smoothly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, other than that, everybody loved the chocolates and the snacks. That was fun. It was like the easiest thing to organize that I've ever done. I think literally. <laughs> wow. That's <Yeah>. exciting. <laughs> it was really nice. So for people who didn't do this last year, Misty, do you want to describe, since you mainly did it, do you want to describe what the group leaders get that helps them do the planning? Just real briefly. I think it's specifically like the schedule part of it. Um, We had a schedule printed out for each time zone that people could well, refer to and use. The discussion questions, there was one sheet per talk that could be printed out ahead of time. And I think we did have some kind of checklist with some ideas. Right. I was thinking specifically for planning the event. I think we had suggestions of this is a good time to have a coffee break. This is a good time to eat a meal. And it was based upon the time zone that they were in. Right. Yes. There was there was a special leader schedule thing. Okay, download the group leader event checklist here. It says, first things, arrange venues, send invitations. So it doesn't even have dates on it. Just these are things you might need to do. Brittany, did you use the checklist at all? Uh, Yes, I did download it and kind of go through it. It was helpful. So the week of test technology connections, print discussion questions, buy food and supplies. So it's pretty basic. Okay. So is there anything that we should add to that, Brittany, that you feel like would have made it even easier for you? Not that I can think of. Well, we didn't traumatize you then, because if we did, you would remember. (laughs) (laughs) How long was our lunch break, by the way? Because you had mentioned earlier that you felt like it was a little short, and maybe we totally didn't take into consideration a situation like yours where you would have a bunch of people there and they would all need to go somewhere and get food. Order something. Yeah, how long was the lunch break? I think it was an hour. 
Was it an hour? Was it an hour? It was either an hour or 45 minutes. I know it wasn't more than an hour. Okay. Yeah. So maybe an hour I, and 30. It might have just been 45 minutes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even 15 more minutes would have been good. I know we had a few people that just went out and then they kind of just came back in when they got back. It had already started again by the time they got back. But you're probably going to have that issue anytime people leave for lunch. Right. Right. Okay, well, I guess my, I don't know, we, as we start to wrap this up, what, one of my final questions is, how did this benefit you? And I'm thinking really open-ended, not just the content, but the relationships or your group. I mean, it seems like groups tend to bond by having an extended time like this together where they're kind of uninterrupted by anything else. They're studying together, they're learning together, they're enjoying food together, you know, all those kinds of things. So I'm just wondering. School A uh, things. School A things. When they're doing school A things. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm just wondering, how was this for you? Obviously, you guys are looking forward to it again next year. So what was this like for you? You're the leader. You still benefited from all of this and it was still good. And you're, you personally are still looking forward to it? Yes, for sure. I, well, I mean, like I said, it was so easy to set up because you guys are basically doing all the work. So once you start your internet feed, you don't really have to do much else. And the discussions at the tables were so good. Like, I know a lot of people really got a lot out of that. And I mean, I did personally. I love the fact that you offered the sessions to be online so we can rewatch them and stuff. Because there were a couple people that didn't make it. And I know that for me, I always get information overload from like any type of sessions in a row kind of thing. And so... I walked away feeling like there was so much in my head that I still needed to go through. And knowing that I had the sessions to rewatch later was a major, I mean, not that I was stressed out about it, but just like it made it nicer because I knew I could go back and rewatch yeah. it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, that so would you think that doing it as a group, then do you think that was better than doing it on your own? Totally. I, I'm, I was spending the whole time that I was sitting there watching, imagining what it would be like if I was at home with my husband and children trying to watch this. And it was not really, (laughs) 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 it would not have worked. I mean, I would have gotten even less out of it because I would have been sitting there. There's no way I would have been able to watch the whole thing without taking a break or missing part of it. Yeah. So that was Mm -hmm. a major benefit for me. And there you have it. From yeah. the introvert, yeah. it was worth it to go to the group. <laughs> <laughs> High praise indeed. That's true. That's true. You know, you've succeeded on an event when the introvert is glad they went and would do it again. <laughs> <laughs> this was better than staying at home. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I do think there are people who will have to do this on their own next year or this year. Yeah. And And that's fine. And I think sometimes turning the discussion questions into something like a journal prompt is probably the best way to make it go deep, trying to spend 10 or 15 minutes answering the question by hand. But anyway, I can see how the discussion would really open it up so much because you're not just hearing your own reflection on it, but you actually get to tap into the experiences of the other people that you're having the conversation with. I always feel like I learned so much more just by hearing how someone else sees the same thing, you know, mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. perspective. That's why I work at the booth at GHC. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I thought it was just because you wanted to be near me. <laughs> well, that didn't happen this time. So. I know. <laughs> I'm still upset about that. Uh, I spent lots of time talking to Josiah. That's <laughs> or being bossed around by him. And anyway, we had a bossy competition and my husband won. So <laughs> I wasn't really trying very hard. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> if I had to put money on this, I think she could take him. Yeah, probably true. <laughs> if she deemed it necessary. Though <laughs> so I will say he is in rare form when he's in an Avenger hall. <laughs> so. Oh my word. All right. Well, how do we wrap this up, guys? Thank you. Because <laughs> it is really awesome and it's a great way to get people to come and get together and it's the kind of thing that broaches methods of different philosophies of education there's other events in our area that are held that people go to but it's not really something that if you do any type of education you would want to go to mm-hmm. it's specific and so this is a way to just get all the homes together and that's my hope for this year and I, I hope that i wanted to last year but there wasn't as much notice last year And so having more of a heads up this year. Yes, because this year, there's almost, well, two and a half months anyway. Registration is going to open July 6th, and it's being held September 15th. So that should be a good amount of time. It's not so much time that you think, oh, yeah, I'll do that later. Right, (laughs) right. Yeah. (laughs) And I just want to encourage everybody. I mean, even if you can't, Find a location and hold an event with 20 people. If you can, we think that's wonderful. And such a ministry to the moms in your area to get everybody together and build a little bit of community. Think about new homeschool moms. And I'm not saying they're going to get so much out of this because of what we're broadcasting across the wavelengths. You know, though, I don't I mean, know. We are going to have Cindy with Cindy us. Rollins. I was about to say, <laughs> Cindy Rollins is going to be there. So, you know, we've totally upped our game this year. Um, <laughs> But just the camaraderie they would get and the conversation they would get and everything that you learn from each other is huge. But if you can't do that, if it's you and your best homeschool mama friend and maybe one or two other girls at your house, you know, have the husband take the kids to his mom's for the day or, or you know, shut yourself away somewhere where maybe the teens are older and they're ignoring you anyway or whatever the case may be, right. you know, three or four people. At somebody's house, you can have just as fruitful a discussion and just as wonderful of a time mm-hmm. with each other. So however you have to do it, even if it's just you and one other person, it can really be a good thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I thank you, can... Brittany. This was great. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of the sisterhood of the podcast. As always, we'd really appreciate it if you head on over and give us some reviews, especially if you are listening on iTunes or Stitcher. Registration is now open for the Scalay Sisters online local retreats coming up on Saturday, September 15th, 2018. If you want to plan an event like Brittany did, Hop on over to scalaysisters.com slash local to get more information. We'll be happy to help you.
We'll be back in a couple of weeks with another special summer season episode, this one featuring Cindy Rollins. We'll be talking about self-education, and it's going to be great. Until then, we want to remind you once again that homeschooling is a marathon you needn't run alone, so open up your eyes and look around you. Find your sisters. No, I'm ticked off about a bunch of things, but I'll I'll be in a better mood by the time this is over. So we're good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we don't do a Scole RDA today. We usually don't for bonus episodes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I spent so much time thinking about what book I was gonna do. Oh no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I spent so much time thinking. I don't even have enough brain power to make something up. I have nothing. (laughs) So you're saying we should add it. Today, one of my dreams has come true, and I'm surrounded by three INTJs at once. I'm pretty happy. Only you would have that dream. (laughs) (laughs) That's something in her personality type, isn't it, Misty? Probably. I think so. I think my husband thinks one is enough. I'm pretty sure mine does too. Oh, see, I was thinking I could potentially never make another decision. If I just had three of you, we could tell you what to do for sure. Yeah.